Welcome to Comics Podcast. I am David Solos and today's topic is How water filter can be helpful in disaster areas. Back in school one of my classmates told me about an idea his father had. His father which has a PhD in chemistry told him to invent a water filter. This water filter should be used in flooded areas where people get stuck in their houses surrounded by water. He knew these people would get emergency packages and thought these packages would contain water bottles. A strange picture. People surrounded by water need to get extra water in bottles. Just the transport of the high volumes of water alone would cost a lot of energy and money. Also it would take certain time to reach every household which is in need. So his father had the idea to invent some kind of bottle which would filtrate water in such kind that the people in need could drink water that surrounds them. There would be no need for transporting extra bottles to emergency regions. The people would just get the water filters and could keep care of themselves. Of course, we've been fascinated by his idea. But as it goes, we never started to work on it. In connection of publishingcomic.org, I thought about publishing his idea. So that someone with time and expertise could work on it and maybe achieve something useful to help people in need. While researching about basic stuff on water filter, I got to realize fast that such water filters already exist in several forms. Even the emergency aid in some countries already recommend and spread special goods to treat water which is contaminated. However, also while researching, I thought it would be interesting for other people to know why there is a need to filtrate water and what kind of solutions for filtration exist. So here we go. Why filtrate water? Well, the answer to that question is obvious. First, even if it is actually healthy, no one will drink water which smells like old eggs or has a more brownish or green look. Second, water really can be contaminated. The American Water Works Association shows in one of their researches that even tap water is not always as healthy as assumed. They are showing that between 1993 and 2006, just considering the US, there have been roughly 420,000 cases where people got sick because of drinking tap water. With that, it is easy to imagine that drinking water directly from natural sources could lead to even more cases of people getting diseases. Normally water supplies have their source rather in groundwater or in surface water. Naturally, these waters contain different microorganisms. Not all these microorganisms are harming humans as a pathogen. For example, do some of these microorganisms help other organisms with the digestion of special substances with splitting up certain molecules? This goes so far that even the existence of some animals is dependent on these microorganisms. But there are also microorganisms which are harming our health. It is necessary that these harmful microorganisms are separated from filtrated water. To understand how these microorganisms can be filtrated, in the following I will explain the characteristics of different types of water contamination. Bacteria Bacteria lives at least 3660 million years on Earth. They existed 1100 million years after Earth started to be. Approximately, bacteria have a diameter of 200 micrometers and multiply by splitting their cells. They are existing now in almost every environment and climate on Earth, also in the human skin and in the human body. Creating disease is not the main characteristic of bacteria. 
only some of them are creating sickness and can have a deadly impact on us. Because of a possible deadly impact, it is essentially to check if water contains pathogens in form of bacteria before drinking it. Viruses The definition of viruses is calling them infectious obligate intracellular parasites. Parasites because they act only on their own relief. While not a living being, the viral genome contains DNA and RNA. Viruses multiply by infesting a host cell and injecting viral nucleic acids and proteins, which with the help of cellular mechanisms, are causing a synthesis of new viruses with the DNA and RNA of the first genome. This new virus will infest a new host cell so that the infection cycle will start over again. Because humans are composed of cells, they also can be infested by viruses. But it is to mention that not every contact with a virus can cause an outbreak of disease. Spamman explains in his book, The Drinking Water Handbook, that there is only a 1% chance to get infected by a virus while getting in contact with it. And even then, there is only a 2% chance to get sick after being infected. In other words, with 5000 humans getting in contact with a virus, it is likely that only one of them will get sick. Sometimes, even bacteria are getting infected by viruses. So that bacteria which is harmless for humans turns into a pathogen, which transports viruses. Another problem with viruses is that with a range between 20 nanometers to 1 micrometer, they are way smaller than bacteria, which makes it more difficult to detect them. Parasites the research of the Waterworks Association shows that the highest number of pathogens are with the parasites. Parasites' existence depends on the life of other creatures. Backwards, the infested creature has no advantages by getting infested. It rather gets harmed by it. Parasite is a generic name. Even bacteria sometimes show parasitic properties. With that said, there are different ways parasites do harm their host. Some do destroy cells and organs mechanically, others do stimulate tissues to multiply and induct, in the extreme case, malicious tumors. Because they are regarded as food competitors, important groups of substances could be revoked from the host. Via metabolism, toxic chemicals can occur. Also, parasites can transport bacteria or other pathogens, which will cause secondary infections with a greater damage to the host. Chemicals. Because of industrialization of the world, we find plastic waste, radioactive materials and other pollutants in the water. Natural water sources are rare to find in a not contaminated state. Drinking water sources inescapable must be filtered to avoid harmful side effects by chemical contamination. How to fight contamination? To separate pathogens from drinking water, mechanical filters in form of sieves can be used. Such filters are called microfilter. While filtering almost all the bacteria and tiny animals successfully, they do not filter the smaller viruses with a size below 20 nanometers. Mechanic filters must be cleaned and disinfected well after using them, because the caught bacteria could multiply on the surface in such a way that the whole filter system can get blocked. To catch viruses and other tiny microorganisms, activated carbon filter can be used. Because of the fine port structure, it will only let water molecules pass, so that the filtered water will be free of microorganisms. 
Problem with this technology is that the activated carbon filter is losing its efficiency with every time it gets used, and is resulting in a good environment for the spreading of pathogens. Common practice to clean water from pathogens is to use chlorine on it. Chlorine destroys proteins, which microorganisms are built from. But it is to mention that the destruction of microorganisms produces trihalomethanes as a byproduct, and to drink water with a high amount of trihalomethanes is toxic to the human liver and kidneys. So using chlorine to disinfect water is also not the best solution. Water supplier know these pros and cons, and always try to use a balance of filtration and disinfection to reduce bad side effects. So what kind of water filters do exist? Like mentioned before, after a quick research I found that many different filters are already manufactured, so there is not really an importance to invent a new one. The Diakonia for emergency relief in Germany is telling on their website that they are providing tablets of chlorine to people which stuck in their houses because of high water. Also, the German military is putting tablets for water purification in their ready-to-eat packages. Some websites also recommend mechanical water filters for emergency cases. Lystro is providing such a mechanical alternative to the chemical filtration. The density of the water filter is at 200 nanometers, so as mentioned, some viruses could pass it. But still, I think it is better to have a cleaning of water with such a filter than to drink water without filtration at all. If for someone this water filter may occur unhandy and complicated, he or she could go back to the company Katadin from Switzerland. They offer a filter that contains a pump and has a bigger filtration surface, so it can filter a bigger volume of water in its product lifetime. To get a link to the website, check comic.org. Help people. Finally, I want to mention that to have a clean water source like in the western countries is not a natural case. There's no question that water filters will temporarily help humans which stuck in their houses because of high water. Normally these people will get harbored after some time. But there are still parents which must send their kids to a long and risky walk to get the everyday water which is needed by their families. As mentioned earlier, this water could even be contaminated and kids could after surviving that risky walk get sick and die because of pathogens in the carried water. Of course giving them a water filter would not be a solution. There should be a sustainable solution. Some organizations like World Vision are building fountains in villages in need. To teach them not being dependent on the help of the organization, they also show them some hygienics and how to maintain the fountain. I think it is a good thing to help people. And if you want to participate, you can do it on the website of World Vision. Thank you for listening to Comics Podcast. To get the sources, images or tables related to the spoken content, visit comic.org. There you also can leave a comment or contact me. I wish you the best and see you in the next episode.